Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Karekar show. Now I am your host Prasad and joining me is Sachin Karekar after a long time. And yes. We are into double digits Sachin yes, uh, finally in the 10th episode. Congratulations. A decade of uh, Karekar show. <laughs> <laughs> a decade of episodes of Karekar yeah, show. Yeah, a decade of episodes. Yeah. And uh, it's been a tough month Sachin. a very tough month yes. probably i think probably i think the toughest month in the uh, lockdown uh, phase yeah. but uh, the you know like we say tough times don't last tough people do mm-hmm. and two tough people are back to discuss a tough topic which we had to do a lot of research on yeah. and uh, present it to and you but before also we go I'm into the most requested yeah. topic in the last few days i have gotten at least one message every day at least one message every day asking me to do a india china episode and that's what we are going to do today oh, but yeah, i think so before we uh, start with the episode i think so there is an important announcement that we have to make correct that yeah. was which was i was getting to because we were already on 10 platforms but we added one more platform to our uh, listening and a major one yeah very major one okay hmm. so and since this is the karikar show let's sachim do the announcement and uh, Okay so we are officially on Jio 7 so you can listen to us on Jio 7 as well i think so Jio 7 is uh, uh, is a very much requested platform to us and we are finally on Jio 7 and this is not the 11th and the last one but uh, this is the 11th and we are also trying to get on a lot of other platforms so we are already on 11 platforms i think so uh, prasad will be able to list all of them Oh yeah I can you know let's start let's start off with uh, the platform we are, we are firstly on anchor google apple, apple spotify, spotify yeah uh-huh. google uh, radio public castbox yeah. breaker overcast and you know stitcher yeah to be one of them so uh, a great a great 4 uh, 5 months uh, i mean the frequency will go up but yeah. uh, as you read the topic of the uh, podcast this is the india china face off something yeah. that happened in the mid june mm-hmm. but uh, uh, it didn't happen because of just one day it was a build up to it mm-hmm. and who better than sachim to uh, you know take us through the run up to the galwan valley face off sachim because uh, we all know that this was just not one day this was just not one month it has been in uh, you know the making as they say something like this was predicted would you take us to the run up to the galwan valley page so uh, so in the last few um, years especially this uh, india china border has been very much uh, ha- there have been very frequent standoffs on india china border and a key point is the 2017 doklam standoff Mm. Yeah. yeah and uh, and this india china border is especially uh, if you talk about the the line which we are going to talk about today is the line of actual control it's not a very well defined border yeah yeah and uh, this is not uh, and this is not this is just a, con- a line of actual control actually means that this is a border tentatively recognized india's claim goes up to johnson line that encompasses the whole axis chain Mm. whereas uh, china's claim also are very different so especially this galwan valley has been in uh, in uh, although galwan valley has mostly con- been controlled by india but it has been claimed by both sides apparently and uh, there has uh, and this go uh, this has a lot of history to begin so uh, what happened on june 15 was disturbing uh, 20 of our soldiers martyred on 
uh, in the Galwan Valley. And uh, this was a lot of uh, this event, this violent face-off happened uh, amidst a lot of uh, standoff that is happening since May. Uh, at, uh, so uh, on 5th of May, this uh, standoff had started at uh, the Pangong So Lake. And it's a very famous lake because you have also seen that lake in Three Idiots. So the last scene in Three Idiots was shot near the, uh, the background had Pangong So Lake in it. So it's a um, so uh, with the Pangong So incident, there was a uh, there was a standoff. There was a uh, stone pelting on both sides. Uh, Chinese soldiers started so throwing so uh, stones on the Indian side. And essentially, uh, this is uh, there are a lot of areas of dispute along the LAC, be it in the Pangong So Lake or be it in um, you know uh, Galwan Valley and a lot of, uh, and a lot of areas across LAC. So this started. Uh, there were a few. Um, uh, India had deployed a few uh, Sukhoi uh, Sukhoi aircrafts as well to mo uh, to monitor the area as well. And mm. then uh, there was a spat even at Sikkim as well. But then and so there was this standoff which was happening for nearly a month, and this culminated mm. into this violent face-off in the Galwan Valley itself. So basically what happened over there was that the 16 Bihar Regiment was uh, went to check uh, the area. Uh, if uh, So basically after the whole uh, standoff, uh, the whole, uh, both sides had decided to uh, move back from the area a bit. So to keep a distance between both the armies, uh, move back from their locations during the standoff. And what happened was the 16 Bihar Regiment during the uh, during night time actually went there to check if China has Chinese forces have withdrawn their troops or not, and they essentially saw a Chinese tank essentially like a uh, 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 there. So uh, they went there to remove those Chinese tents, and uh, the Chinese soldiers attacked the Indian armed forces, the 16 Bihar Regiment. And uh, mm. so uh, even in this violent face-off, there was no. Uh, shots being fired over there because there is a 1996 agreement between both the nations that they will not fire any weapons across the border. Yeah. But yeah. what China, the Chinese forces, the PLA did was barbaric in the sense that uh, they had these baseball bats with barbed wires on it. That means they were ready for a fight. They came in ready for a fight, and they uh, and it was and these are some these are these kinds of weapons have not even been used in what 12th or 13th century. So this is totally barbaric. But they started uh, hitting our soldiers with these bats. And in uh, in the ensuing skirmish, uh, 20 of our soldiers uh, sadly lost their lives. Right, and this was by the way, this has been happening since some months, like since the May beginning of May. Yeah. And all this step by step led to that face off on June 15th. If hmm. I'm not wrong, yeah. and uh, 20 of our soldiers murdered. But uh, Sachin, there were a lot of uh, uh, you know channels showing stuff and uh, questioning um, you know the government etc. But main that's not the point. The point here is actually to give our listeners exactly what happened in Galwan Valley uh, is so, what you have told. But let's talk about the numbers and let's talk about what happened exactly you know after that skirmish. So what happened during that skirmish also that three three Indian soldiers died on spot, and then 17 later due to injury uh, died due to injuries and hypothermia. So basically, what is happening is uh, this face of this uh, this so-called fight happened at a uh, at a 
a little bit higher altitude and there was this uh, river slope river flowing uh, flowing down the the valley of sorts and a lot of people were pushed from that valley to into the slope river and uh, since it was the night time it was very difficult to re- uh, recover the injured soldiers and uh, uh, you know injured arm personnel and uh, hence uh, a lot of the people who were injured by after falling down from the cliff they're essentially in a uh, like you know like uh, how cold it gets in valleys especially in these areas so a lot of people died due to hypothermia over there so 17 of our soldiers have died mainly due to falling off the cliff and due to hypothermia in that area and uh, we our estimates are that 43 chinese soldiers also died and uh, apparently this estimate came because uh, indian soldiers went there to recover the bodies and the injured soldiers uh from uh, from uh, from from uh, the from the place near the cliff itself from the valley and uh, they were able to see the chinese uh, soldiers uh, chinese bodies over there and they were able to get an estimate from that as well so we also need to acknowledge uh, we need to also acknowledge this that pla never reveals any of its uh, numbers of mm-hmm. people which have passed away or uh, people which have died in conflict or anything uh, usually even the 1962 numbers were confirmed only in 1997 1996 1997 if i am not wrong and yeah. Uh, yeah and china never reveals its numbers so when we are saying 43 it's an estimate and china and if you believe that china will probably you know uh, say out loud how many soldiers of there have passed away it's not going to happen china china has this policy of never revealing any uh, numbers so going into this um, it was a pretty violent phase of uh, like so uh, 20 soldiers passed away this has not happened since 1967 if i'm not wrong and especially uh, and after the 1962 war i think this is one of the most uh, violent and one of the most peak events as well definitely definitely so Sachin, after all this uh, uh, that we have discussed you know on why it happened how it happened and the build up to this The question remains the you know the galwan question here is who controls it so uh, so india con- uh, so india so definitely the whole excite chain is claimed by india and uh, see the problem with lac is a very you know uh, this is marked by a uh, by a lot of uh, so this is marked since 1962 and this is not a properly marked bo- uh, border so you know there are uh, patrolling uh, patrolling that happens in uh, like a lot of the times chinese soldiers come uh, soldiers come in deep into the lac as well uh so this is not a well marked boundary this is not essentially you know uh, at every distance there is a post or uh, there is some uh, fences or something like that in case of india and uh, pakistan's uh, loc and stuff like that so uh, a lot of uh, and china has always uh, you know taken advantage of this this line mm-hmm. not being marked properly so china mm-hmm. has definitely uh, come into you know uh, uh, come in a lot of times uh, come deep inside india's territory a lot of times and there are a lot of strategic issues over there as well with regards to infrastructure especially when you talk about this key for a uh, so if you see a regular uh, if a chinese person uh, like a chinese uh, battalion needs to reach let's say the line of actual control it will take him half an hour from the near uh, half an hour because the infrastructure on the chinese side has been well developed Correct. whereas on the indian side that uh, infrastructure is not that well developed and one of the and this is being called as one of the reasons for uh, for the conflict as well because india is constructing the uh, darbuk shock uh, road as well and there are a lot of uh, infrastructure developments that is happening 
uh, near the LACs, who has to reduce the time taken for any Indian forces or uh, uh, to reach LAC if there is in case of a conflict. And uh, and this is one of the re uh, so this and this Galwan Valley is a very strategically important location. Uh, and uh, I so there is a lot of conflicting claims as well over there. But essentially, yeah. right now, uh, and uh, but essentially, it comes in Indian territory. Okay, so that's the the Galwan question, right, Sachin? Like hmm. elaborated there. Hmm. And uh, uh, the next question comes in: What's the diplomatic route that's being taken between the two nations uh, regarding this? And uh, where are we on so, uh, right now? So diplomatically, uh, India has been talking to China. Uh, definitely, the Chinese uh, foreign ministry statements have not been uh, great. Uh, they have claimed Galwan Valley, and they have said that we have always been patrolling the Galwan Valley. Uh, but uh, so. If you look at the, uh, but then recently we had uh, the RIC meeting, Russia, India, China phone call as well. Uh, so diplomatically things look better. I think so both nations want to solve this diplomatically. But in the long run, uh, we are pretty sure that we can never trust China. That's Absolutely. essentially the bottom line of things. Like uh, even with the, so, you know, we had started probably uh, looking at China from a trade perspective, from an economic perspective, and we had a lot of immense amount of trade between both the nations. And uh, so, so what has with this incident, we will never definitely, ne we should never trust China, and we sh uh, and we shall never even trust China right now. And we have to uh, refocus our energy on uh, on creating a lot more infrastructure in Ladakh region as well. Okay. Hmm. So that's that's a key. Uh, Key part and our, uh, and I think so. The ministry, uh, or every ministry has been told if they are working on any infrastructure project near in Ladakh, they have to scale up their efforts and uh, complete the infrastructure projects uh, as soon as. So uh, strategically, we should also look at this from a perspective the, that uh, we are in. We have uh, so I for a lack of a better term, we have two vultures surrounding our nation right now, and. And we are in a danger of a two-front war in case if any war breaks out. Uh, so uh, ideally, it should not. There should definitely everyone wants peace, and especially India has always desired peace. But uh, we need to reassess our situation, and we are looking at. Uh, and if tomorrow there is a conflict, if there is tomorrow, if there is a war, we are looking at two two-front war because of in China and Pakistan as well. So we need to reassess that situation very closely as well. Now we've discussed, uh, you know, the Galwan question and uh, the diplomatic route ahead, uh, but why is China playing this hardball diplomacy, by the way? So, uh, there are two perspectives to this. Uh, one perspective says that China wants to divert essentially attention from what happened during the coronavirus to uh, other things. The other aspect is that the world media itself, media at large, is busy with the coronavirus pandemic. So right now China can do whatever it wants. Like what uh, Russia has had the strategy of doing this. Key, whenever there is an Olympic Games, they essentially invade uh, Georgia or Ukraine and uh, and claim whatever territory they want to. So this is one of the ways to look at it. Key, the world, the whole world media is focused on the pandemic, so they can claim whatever they want and. Uh, Australia has accused China of uh, interfering in their elections and uh, of uh, a lot of mismanagement during coronavirus. Then mm. Japan, uh, with Japan, there's a conflict on the Senkaku Islands. Uh, mm. Then 
you the South China Sea itself is a cluster of claims where China wants to claim everything, each and everything, and where uh, OMGC village has a, a block over there as well, a mm-hmm. block of oil exploration as well. Uh, so that that's one of the line of conflict for India as well, and then the conflicts with India as well. So it, China essentially thinks that this is the right time to claim anything and everything that comes in their way. Yeah, and basically border, everything is going around with the borders. Like, yeah, they they want to claim each and everything, and I think so. This is a testament of the fact that China is not a t- nation that you can trust, and you can trust with uh, development and everything. And I think so. This is this also reasserts the fact that uh, something like Belt and Road Initiative that we are talking about, One Belt One Road, uh, is not essentially a you know a, a, a project out of uh, you know just the desire to improve conditions of third world countries, but to entrap them into debt trap diplomacy and so, china yeah, and china wants to create pressure on all nations let's say especially in case of india by uh, by creating pressure on let's say something like nepal and india uh, creating tensions between uh, india and pakistan even uh, india and bangladesh or even in india and bhutan so uh, china is surrounding us on all sides uh, as we call it string of pearls as well so china has this history of doing this and china is now more more and more aggressive on this front as well so india mm. nearly needs to reassess uh, needs to refocus on the so called quad where us australia japan and india are into a strategic alliance and uh, refocus its attention on uh, you know combating china and combating china's aggression and the world needs to take note of china's aggression right now okay Uh, yeah, but having said that, Sachin, uh, hmm. that's what where I was getting to. You know that the world must take note of China. Hmm. But let's talk about India-China relations. And you know the road ahead for India, how India should be standing up and how India should take a stand and deal with China going forward. See, uh, we recognize that tomorrow there is going to a lot of people say this that 2050 will be a uh, 2050 will be a year of three major powers. uh one is definitely the us the other is china and the third one is india india will be economically much 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 bigger in 2050 and by that time we need to uh, we need to for for us to be that strong a power in 2050 we need to take economic steps right now we have to make it more lucrative for uh, to invest in india we have to make it more lucrative for industries to come and set up factories in india and we have to make make it uh, we have so many iits and its and we need to reassess and rework our uh, research research policy in general so uh, so this is one way of combating uh, combating china definitely it's difficult to boycott china i'm not saying it's uh, impossible but it's difficult but we need to uh, we need to look at uh, other nations as well so we have this thing china plus one policy so if you are importing something from china you need to also look at some backup uh, trade route as well as backup as well where let's let's say if something china is exporting to us we need to also look at vietnam has a option maybe thailand maybe and indonesia has a option as well so we need to uh, the com- companies which are in india need to look at other sources of raw material other sources of uh, importing other sources of getting equipment as well so we need to and we need to reassess our trade relations with china we need to we need to reduce that trade deficit as much as possible right now because that trade deficit is too too large and that's not in favor of india right now 
ట్విట్టర్ that uh, caught my eye and that's what i would like to share with our uh, listeners to be very honest yes. so uh, you know when you know uh, you know when someone says you know that no one should die for their country and be proud they are right you know in the most ideal situation no one should but as a dialogue in uh, madras cafe there are vultures surrounding the nation and our republic is at a constant threat states waiting for our nation to crack so that they can feed on our carcass and during this time there are soldiers who are fighting so that we could have live a luxurious life in our cities we have continuously simplified foreign relations and many a times we have pursued peace and yes peace is necessary but peace is a two way street pakistan and china have continuously misused our trust and betrayed us time and again we have to realize we have a privilege of staying in a country where we have freedom unlike that in china and the privilege of not worrying about instability in our own nation yes it isn't perfect at all yes there's a long way to go for our republic to mature but we are going to do our best and we will continue to do as our citizens become more and more aware of the aware of the problems that are exist in our nation till then listeners and everyone who will tune into this episode till then you have to be proud of our jawans who sacrifice their lives time and again so that we can live our lives and speak our opinions out jai hind wonderful post wonderful post that came in you know to yes. uh, let's end this episode with a with a uh, salute to our soldiers our forces who are protecting us definitely and, uh, may may the souls of the 20 jawans who lost their lives for fighting for the nation um may their soul rest in peace uh, jai hind and with that ladies and gentlemen here's your host prasad and sachim signing out on this episode of the karikar show uh